were you exhibiting the pastry to me or the middle of filling to me or both throughout the Wait, term? Nicholas, this is when you flip the question and you ask Richard what he thinks. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I don't know, Richard. What did you, what do you think? <laughs> you can't take instructions from the co-host. <laughs> Be an individual. Now you have to choose one of us. Which one of us do you prefer? No pressure. Real-time decision. <laughs> Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It, a lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I'm 3L law student Felicity Redan. Felicity, same old steel today. Same old steel. Uh, You know, I'm waiting for a waiting for not the same old steel is that gonna happen i don't know i mean maybe like in june when i graduated i'm not just doing the same thing all day every day yeah by the way am i gonna lose you as a hostess (laughs) co-host in in june i mean i gotta i I think you might (laughs) i should i should start laying the groundwork for you know breaking it off (laughs) yeah i know it's not it yeah it's like yeah, it's one of those. We're gonna have to slowly separate. I don't know. Better not talk about that. I'm putting <laughs> really my head. Really starting in, on I'm a down Yeah, here, I know. I, that's a lighthearted look at life school. I'm putting my head in the sand. I'm just. Gonna, <laughs> I, I think I have to ignore all of that, and instead ask you the uh, usual question that's gonna floor you. Skill testing question. Let's go. Uh, so here's one that comes up in interviews all the time. That. I'm sure you've probably had it, so you should be prepared. Where do you see yourself in five years, Felicity? God, you know that I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, one of the, I'm very, very excited to clerk, but one of the downsides of that is that I don't, I don't know where I'm going to go after that. It's only a year long job. Wouldn't it be um, great? And if... I'm not really sure sort of what comes, what comes after that. Um, and as Richard knows, I don't know if our listeners will have kept track of this, but I'm going to be clerking in BC, which is not where I live right now. So in addition to figuring out sort of what to do with my life, I also have to figure out in which province I would like to do that. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if you could clerk full time for the rest of your life? Is that, would, that, I would, mean, you, would you like that job? I, that is clerkship? a thing that is kind of like legal counsel at the court. Yeah, uh, but, they do you know, there's, those. those jobs are few and far between. That's right. But it's yeah that is sort of i i know one person who i've taught in the past is a uh, yeah counsel at the court of appeal of ontario so i think it, it, they like it it's just like staying being a clerk forever <laughs> <laughs> who knows i haven't done it yet so maybe i won't even like it we'll uh, find out yeah i'll let you know uh all right well see so so the five years is too far in the future you only know where you're <laughs> going to be in one year yeah it's kind of a depressing thought but yeah were you ever asked that question in interviews um not like directly i I guess like i've been asked like the sort of couched like do you see yourself staying at this firm long term um or that kind of thing yeah um which i think is like something that every firm tries to get a feel for and everybody lies in the answer to i mean yeah (laughs) Uh, all right you gotta do what you gotta do yes all right, enough banter. Felicity, I'll let you uh, you take over for this this one. All right, give me the reins. Let's go. Um, all right, so uh, dear listeners, we have a returning guest for you because our last podcast was so much fun. 
Um, so I will let them introduce themselves again, but uh, we have Nicholas back with us. Hello. Um, for those of you, nice to, nice to be back on the show. Um, Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, for those of you uh, who you know, don't know me, my name is Nicholas. I'm a 1L here at Osgood. Uh, I've been described before as being a piece of pie, that is to say, kind of crusty and serious on the top, and then you get a little bit further down and into it, and you, you start to see the crazy, gooey mess that is the pie, and then you get down to the base and you realize that it's all serious again. Um, so yeah, and uh, before coming to law school, I was a, an urban planner for four years, and um, I guess that's a little bit about me. I sound pretty boring, but hey, I think most people are at the end of the day in a good way. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound boring. And before we get to the next question, which you also know, did did you? So I just taught you. Right. Mm -hmm. We. Uh, I don't know if you said that this time around, but I've just finished teaching Nicholas. Were you exhibiting the pastry to me or the middle of filling to me or both throughout the Wait, term? Nicholas, this is when you flip the question and you ask Richard what he thinks. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I don't know, Richard. What did you, what do you think? <laughs> you can't take instructions from the co-host. <laughs> Be an individual. Now you have to yeah, choose one of us. Which one of us do you prefer? Yeah. No pressure. Real-time decision. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to scare people off. No one's going to want to come on here ever again. If you really want me to answer, do you really want me to answer that? Right. Mm -hmm. Which part of the pie you thought I was? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I have a sense of where, what you're going to, what you're going to ask because of the way you characterized me on the last podcast, but please, yeah, please well, do. The, the first problem is I did not know that you characterized yourself as a pie until just to this, these podcasts. So when I was teaching you, I had no idea you were, a, had part pastry and part filling. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't we all yeah. uh so but if i had to gun to my head somebody said which part of nicholas did i see i i would say i saw the pastry side of nicholas mm -hmm. you were very you were uh you were a very curious student constantly asking me questions which is good i like that right um but i didn't see any it didn't yeah i think did you mention once that you appreciated the music i, I for my that I did for my yeah podcast. yeah I recommended some Japanese music yeah um, for you to put into oh and I and you know what I recommended a song that did make it in but it you didn't include the part of the song that I that I wanted there was a it's a song called Perfect Symmetry by Keen and there's one line in the song where the guy goes I dream in emails worn out phrases miles after miles of just empty pages and I thought man that must encapsulate so many lawyers' lives perfectly. Um, but oh, that is good. You're right. Well, I ha I can't, you know, I'm only allowed a few seconds before I worry about copyright issues. <laughs> mm. By the way, this is for the listeners who don't have me as a professor. I, I often put, like, when I record podcasts for lectures, I put music, little interludes of music at the beginning and the end. Mm -hmm. So I, I get to be a little DJ for a while. Anyway, all of that's to, we're way off topic again, because. <laughs> oh, one more thing about my curiosity now that, now that you've said it, because I've, I've been described as a curious person before and when walking, certain people I think lead with certain parts of their body when they walk, like some people lead with their arms, walking down the street. Uh, I've been described as leading with my left earlobe, <laughs> as though I'm always like my head cocked to the side, like I'm listening for something when I walk down the street. Okay. Gotta always be ready. Always be listening. All always I, be curious. All I'm learning is that 
your friends like to. <laughs> They're a very descriptive. Group yeah, of yeah. They like <laughs> they describe you as a pie, as a. Oh no, maybe that's not a good thing. Maybe I'm learning something about my forward. friends that I should yeah. be realizing <laughs> about. Uh, all right, we're barely. We haven't even got to our normal second question. This is all. This is all good. At least for us three. I don't know what our listeners are going to think, but for us. Uh, so, Nicholas, what's another form of film, TV show, podcast, law-related that you would recommend to people? Separate from last time or the same? You can Got to be a new one. Got to be a new oh, one. Oh, God. Uh, ooh, let's see. I mean, the song you suggested is a strong start. Yeah, 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 but that's a song. I I I don't know. Aaron Brockovich is a really great movie. I really enjoy. I really enjoy Aaron Brockovich. Great social justice, environmental justice type movie. Uh, It's a feel good for sure. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Mm. That that, uh, document you found at the water board, the one that uh, says about the bad chromium. You didn't happen to make a copy, did you? Of course I did. Well, could I have a look at it? I want a race. And benefits, including dental. Aaron, this isn't the way I do business. What way is that? Extortion. Hmm. Okay, 5% raise. We'll talk about benefits later. 10. There are lots of other places I could get work. That 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 movie got a lot of people into law school, for sure, when it was... No, there's, and it's true that, you know, certain times and periods, um, I think, you know, it's not just law, but things in the media that affect people, you see the consequences in uptake other in other areas, like schooling, for instance. So. All right. Where are, okay, Felicity, over to you again. Well, now that's just, I mean, this isn't a question for Nicholas, but now I want to know what got Richard into law school. <laughs> what movie was your time? Oh, I'm trying to think. It's so long ago now. <laughs> well, you said it. <laughs> yeah, I know I did. And what was a popular legal movie in this? Well, you know what it was for me. I, I hate to say it, but it was Paper Chase, the TV, the the movie, not the TV show. That the the original movie was a big deal for my generation in terms of uh, bringing bringing. Yeah, it was the the first time you'd ever seen inside a law school for sure. It's kind of a in popular form uh, so that was probably my that wasn't the driver though for me it was, it was uh, my decision to go to law school was rather bizarre i my because my there's no no tradition in my family you know how lots of families parents are lawyers or they have uncles or cousins who are lawyers none none in my family my dad was a doctor so he was a professional um and but I had a friend whose father was a lawyer, and the friend who I kind of I, I hate to say it I I kind of emulated or looked up to even though he was just my age, but he he always used to say well of course I'm going to go become a lawyer. My dad's a lawyer. It's the only profession. There's nothing else you ever want to do. And <laughs> it's I thought, the only way. You know, and I thought that was that swayed me. That I thought oh. Well, if he says so, if that it must be true. <laughs> so then I thought I'm going to go to law school, even though in science was my preferred area of discipline in in school. So but. now that you 
Now that you've been in law school and teaching us for, I won't say so long, but for a while now, Richard, um, what is the most, have you, like, what's the most frustrating thing that's ever happened to you uh, in a class or at the end of a class? After a class is over? Or, or during a class? Why have we given... Why are we given license to ask me questions today? I, I feel like, I don't know, but this is the way the interview is going and you it's rule uh, number one of podcast hosting. You just got to roll with it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because it's true that listeners probably don't know as much about me as they think they might know since I, I'm pretty cagey generally. But the most <laughs> frustrating thing, well, uh, I'll I, this is going to have to be diplomatic in my answer here. I have to say it's... One of the most frustrating things, and I've learned this, it's taken me 20 years of teaching to learn, is that as a teacher, I, <laughs> I, I, when I stand up or when I say stuff, and I think most of it is pretty straightforward, I don't, I don't try to overly complicate things, and I don't think law needs to be overly complicated, but I say things that are pretty, what I think are pretty basic. And it turns out when you read either essays down the road or you read exams down the road, it seems like 10% of the people take in the things you say. <laughs> or, Bold or, of you to be frustrated or, by that and or, not think I, of it I know. I, or as, on as, your end. Right. I, well, I, I have to turn the tables, right? I, <laughs> it's not nothing For to do with ego, me. Nothing, it's nothing to do with me. I was I was actually trying to ask about like a specific example of like one. Like, oh, one I've, <laughs> I've just generalized. <laughs> Richard's entire... really dumb students is the no, most. No, no, <laughs> I was just opening the floodgates and just. <laughs> and present company excluded, of course. But no, it's it's so I, I no, I, I don't know. I think that you have to realize that as a teacher and I sh uh, that people yeah, it's, I don't think it's a failing. It's just the way people take in information. Sometimes I guess you need people, some people need to have it told to them many, many, many times before it registered. And whereas you think as a teacher, oh, I just need to do this once, right? I'll assign a reading and I'll say something about it. And that's enough. People will then internalize that or learn it. But it doesn't happen that way. So so that frustrates me. One other thing, now, now that you've got me on a roll, I'll, one other thing that frustrates me and this is not exams at all, this is more seminar courses where people write papers, is, and again, I assume, maybe this is my wrong assumption as well, but that's, we, we in law school get the cream of the crop, right? The students are at the top <laughs> of the ladder. Uh, medical school and law school get the best students out there. And yet when they come to me and they write papers and I'm reading stuff that just does not, like it reads like grade eight level, I, that frustrates me. They sh people should be better writers when they come to law school, I think. So it does bother me. Um, and you know what bothers me the most, Richard, is that you then assign mandatory group projects in 1L and people have to work with those students. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Those who those who've worked with Felicity now now she's no, it's just not out me of personally. Oh, okay. <laughs> I did. You know what I did this year, Felicity? It, Nicholas will know because I so I had a, a, my I had assignments, but the last assignment I gave them the option of working with someone else or doing it alone. Whereas Felicity's year and all years prior, it was mandatory that you work together. So and yeah. assigned groups. <laughs> yes, they didn't even get to pick their partner, right? 
Tisk tisk. No. So that's why I get Nicholas, it. if you ever had the choice in law school, having done one semester of working alone on a project or working with other people, what would you choose? Alone. Always. That would, <laughs> that, that's okay. That's not that's not to like crap all over other people because uh, I think I think if we just approach it from this mentality of I'm a solo person, then we're not going to ingrain in future lawyers the fact that a lot of this stuff is about working together and being professional towards colleagues, etc. It's more so that when I'm doing an assignment on material that I've just learned, it makes far more sense for me to be able to have to review all of that material by myself and make sense of it myself. Otherwise, I don't feel I'm doing justice to the fact that of the material that I'm learning. I just, I'm allowed to skim based on someone else's understanding of it. And I don't think that's fair to myself. Okay. Hmm. That's Liz. a very intellectually honest way to approach it. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think that my, my take is more that like grades just matter. So the way that grades are done in law school matters so much that it sucks to lose any control over that. But yeah. I like your way much better. Yeah. You're definitely seeing the top of the pie today in this podcast. <laughs> Felicity, you need to, you need to, yeah, just reframe your, uh, your, your rationale as to why you want to work alone. It does sound much more compelling your way, Nicholas. Yeah. I'm going to use that <laughs> It is when I'm complaining to Richard incessantly about the grade school curve. <laughs> and the I'm, law school curve. So my, and I, one, one thing I always used to say, again, I changed this year, but for, for Felicity's year and previous, I always said, look, you are going to be working with people in law. No matter what, you've got to learn how to work together because it's it's going to happen in almost everything you do as a lawyer once you're out of law school is done in a team or collaboratively. So why is it that in law school everybody wants to do things individually? It doesn't make sense to me. But I, I do understand. I think it's, it's, it's weird because what I say is true, but also I think what Nicholas just said is true, is that, and also I think when so much depends on ri the written word, everybody writes differently and so people hate collaborating in writing uh and even yeah you know, everyone thinks they're the best writer too <laughs> yeah. so i think you know one of the things i would always say is you don't have to collaborate in the writing process if one you know if there is a best writer amongst you get that person to do the writing but you can collaborate on ideas on approaches on strategy and other ways of you know dividing up the work but it's true it's all it's always a little less than ideal i guess <laughs> uh and yet in business school they do everything collaboratively right they don't get to do individual projects i think so so i would wonder nicholas if your experience in urban planning was like this um because i had so prior to law school i did a professional degree in physiotherapy and it was all the same way very very collaborative but it was pass fail Nicholas, what I was going to ask is whether you found it was more like in your previous school environment, that's also sort of a professional training yeah. and whether it was any different sort of just in the way you approach working with other people and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So it was a professional uh, degree, uh, just like yours, it sounds like. And um, unfortunately, it was not pass fail. I say unfortunately, not because I was a bad student, but because um, I, I just think pass fail is an excellent way to do grading because in the, unless you're in, well, Okay, there are some places in the world, like I, I worked in, I lived and worked in Manchester in England for uh, for two years. And uh, when I first started uh, my job there, uh, I was literally graded on my work. Maybe that kind of speaks to where I'm going with it. I think that grades are kind of 
toxic because when you get to the workforce, you just need to be able to do good work. Um, but yes, it, to sort of answer your question, it was very collaborative. Uh, we had to work in studio groups um, for clients actually in the real world, um, doing real world urban planning work for them. And it was great, actually. It was really great. <laughs> so Felicity, your concern is not necessarily, it's, it's because the outside world treats these grades that we give in law school so importantly or so seriously that that's why you're worried it's not that that there are I mean, grades per se if you want well i i don't know if this is insufficiently lighthearted for our little pod <laughs> um but i have a number of concerns um and one of them is yeah that it's that the profession looks upon grades so and like treats them so importantly but i think that kind of it's sort of like a chicken and egg situation because i think if like osgood tomorrow was like we're just gonna do pass fail we're gonna focus on like teaching our students to be good people and like to learn for the sake of it then i think it's not like osgood grads would never get employed like i think that it's a bit of a chicken and egg like that's the system we have and so that's the system we rely on and i think that you're totally right nicholas that there's just better ways to sort of look at what is valuable i think it like incentivizes some weird stuff and like this weird competitive environment and i think that like more so as i get to like third year i see that kind of falling away a little bit and i i wonder if you'll maybe have a little bit more of that um not being sort of in the same room as everybody all the time in 1l if your your group might be a little bit more um sort of holistic in that way which i think is something we should all work towards (laughs) yeah i mean that's really hard um it's really hard to tell right now right like who knows what the classroom banter or the hallway banter will be like when we're back i think right now that we're really collaborative but at the same time there's a, something going off in my head where where I'm thinking, man, our WhatsApp group used to have a lot more people participating in it at the beginning of the semester. So maybe the cliquification has already started, right? I don't know. Yeah. Well, and that that's that's very interesting. It's worth, uh, you know, I guess in a few years' time, looking back and thinking about that, because I know in for a fact that every law school incoming class will create study groups. People will kind of divide up into study groups. And the, the most of them never last. And is, you're right, because it turns out that people choose, I guess they decide that they're in the wrong clique early on or something, or they become more individualized because the grading regime kind of forces that upon them. So these, these kinds of things happen all the time. And, and yet, it, I, I, was, yeah, I was curious to know whether the online environment is the same and it sounds like it might be nicholas at least from your I, you know what i think it is but i think it's just invisible now right because the cliques happen in private zoom rooms not in non-hallways that people traverse down while they're going to their classes yeah yeah but I, yeah it would be a bold law school that just suddenly says okay no more no more you've did it yeah but then they added in an i know it's fake pass fail (laughs) you have to really i mean this is the thing right pass fail doesn't mean that you need to set the pass at 50 percent and therefore encourage bad work right you could set the pass at like 70 percent or even 75 percent that way it's like look you pass but only if you do good work yeah i think well yeah yeah that and again it it would be even more bolder to then say yeah we are going to have a pass fail and people are going to fail you got all pal- you got you got to pull up your socks, but that yes, it's anyway. It's not going to happen, but it's it's one of those things. It's worth worth talking about, and that's fairly lighthearted on this podcast since it's never going to happen. It is lighthearted, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. That's that in that little statement really just hitting us right through the heart here. <laughs> uh, 
well, again, I think we're closing in on the end. We need to have a nice ending, though. How are we going to okay. do this? I have, a, I have an ending question. I always have a hard time thinking of one, but I actually have one that's that's ready to go this time. Go ahead. Um, Nicholas, I'm wondering, now you've done a year or a semester, and you're coming up on another year, and you're at the beginning where everyone's in New Year's resolution phase. And I'm wondering if there's anything that you, having done one semester, are changing with the way you approach to law school this semester, because I think that will be helpful for anybody listening who is considering starting law school. Hmm. Oh. Um, <laughs> Maybe not so helpful if we don't have a good I don't, I don't know, actually, but also I don't know if my advice would be that helpful considering um, I'm we're in a pandemic and we're doing this all remotely. The first thing that came to my head was, oh, yeah, there was one point in time where I, I missed a few contracts classes and was able to, like, catch up on them through through the recordings and the lectures. Uh, the lectures. And I was thinking, well, maybe that's a good piece of advice. Like, if you if you have to miss a class for various reasons, don't worry. You can catch up and you will catch up. But I don't know how relevant that will be in a semester, you know, if, if all of us are going back and experiencing things in, in person and in real time. I think that's still useful because everything's still recorded. So that's helpful. Don't yeah. freak out if you miss things. Oh, great. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, so the, there you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, that'll do. That'll do as a good way to end. That's and also I'll cons- I'll, I'll I'll characterize that as fairly lighthearted. I had another idea of how how to end, but perhaps it's too complicated over Zoom. I was well, thinking all three of us could like together sing "What's Love Got to Do with It." <laughs> no, no, you are under obligation to create your own recording. And ah. we are not collaborating because we don't collaborate anymore. We don't collaborate. <laughs> also, realistically, if Richard and I could sing, we would have already done this. Yeah, yes. Nicholas, you uh, sold yourself as a being a good singer. And we are, Felicity and I are good listeners, but we're not good singers. Okay. So. <laughs> On that, it's perfect, though. Again, we can all wait for that submission of your new, of the new song. Something to look forward to for season six or what have what have you, wherever we are. When I may have to have a new co-host. Oh, I'm cutting that out. That's too that's too dark. Yeah, we don't like that. Anyway, all right. Thanks again, Nicholas. Very Thank nice you. having you. Was long, but a collection of stats.